Introducing Bluehost Cloud, ultra-fast WordPress hosting with 100% uptime. Want a website with unmatched power, speed, and control? Of course you do. And now you can have all three with Bluehost Cloud, the new web hosting plan from Bluehost. With 100% uptime and incredibly speedy load times, your WordPress websites will be dependable and lightning fast on a global scale. Plus, your sites can handle even the biggest traffic spikes without going down or lagging. And with Bluehost Cloud, you get 24-7 WordPress priority support, meaning you're connected to WordPress experts anytime you need them. Not to mention, you automatically get daily backups and world-class security. So, what are you waiting for? Get Bluehost Cloud today by visiting bluehost.com. That's bluehost.com. On the record with White House correspondent April Ryan. I'm April Ryan. On today's show, Lieutenant Governor-elect Oliver will be discussing the future of New Jersey and see what her plans are. This is On the Record. Lieutenant Governor-elect Oliver, thank you so much for joining me. First of all, what does it mean for you to be the first African-American woman to be hold this office in the state, the mighty state of New Jersey. I mean, people were talking about the possibility days before this happened, and now it's here. What does it mean in a time like this? I think that I draw upon my experience as being the first black woman to be speaker of the New Jersey General Assembly. So uh, 300 some odd years, and I became the first black woman to lead a legislative house. I was a speaker the same time Karen Bass was speaker in California. So there were two black women out of 50 states leading legislative houses. I think that serving as lieutenant governor puts me in a place where my voice can always be in the room on public policy issues, issues that are affecting various constituencies. Too often, um, the perspective of the African-American community is not heard in those rooms. And my experience being a speaker um, certainly has led me to know that you need that in the executive branch as well. So I'm excited about serving as lieutenant governor, particularly because the um, governor-elect has uh, nominated me to be the commissioner of the New Jersey Department of Community Affairs. And the New Jersey Department of Community Affairs oversees every aspect of the operation of local government. We have 565 municipalities. So through the resources of that department, I am able to create an urban agenda for New Jersey. We still have Newark and Camden and Trenton and other you know, populations that got very little attention or support from the Christie administration. Mm. And that department is responsible for housing development, uh, economic community development, et cetera. So I think that I will be able to use my perch as the lieutenant governor to do the things that are important to me as a uh, public administrator. So you're talking about this urban agenda. What wasn't done and what will be done? I mean, you, you, you lightly touched on it, but what drastic changes will be made immediately? What will we see? What will be the deliverables in the urban agenda for the community uh, under your watch? Well, for, first of all, I think that uh, Governor Murphy is prioritizing 
what's important, and that is fully funding public schools in New Jersey. Um, we have significantly underfunded K-12 education. Regardless of zip code. Regardless of zip code. Everyone has been underfunded. And during the eight years of the Christie administration, $9 billion was gutted from K-12 education. Higher education was cut 23% during the eight years. Um, you could go to almost every aspect of quality of life of people in urban communities. The Christie administration did not work with small businesses. I always say, you know, he did the $8 billion in tax credit deals for the big corporations, but Main Street was ignored. So minority set-asides will be absolutely peace Because I've heard that they really, like you said, there wasn't um, a, a minority set-aside office. No. Will there be one now? Yes, there will. Okay. Yes, there will. Mm -hmm. And we're putting emphasis on inclusion every aspect, everything that we do, there will be a component of minority participation and inclusion. Mm -hmm. I don't care if it's the health department, mm -hmm. military and veterans affairs, but a report came out today that in New Jersey, our public schools are majority minority. That's across the state. But I try to help people understand the demographics in our state have changed dramatically. We are one of the most culturally and ethnically diverse states in the United States. And we have to begin to put people in leadership positions and to address issues that are important to all those populations in New Jersey. And you didn't always have that during the past eight years of the Christie administration. So let's look at the Christie administration. How drastic will the change be? I mean, you say that you didn't have certain things, particularly when it came to the urban agenda uh, in the Christie administration, but how drastic will the change be, the shift be? Well, I'm smiling, April, because first of all, we're going to have some black people that work in the governor's office. We didn't have any in the Christie administration. And if you were to walk into the office of the governor at the state house, you would see absolutely no diversity whatsoever. You saw no African Americans, you saw no Latinos, you saw no Arab American. I think in this administration you are going to see the abstract that represents the mosaic of people in New Jersey. So that's that to me that's that's sending a message right away that this is a place where everyone is welcome and there's inclusion and there's a place for everybody. And lastly, how are you going to work with this administration? All politics is local, but it also comes from Washington and this White House. How are you going to work with the uh, Trump administration? We, we are prepared to create a firewall in New Jersey. Any demonstrative action that is handed down by the feds to us, if it is not within our core value system, Governor Murphy, myself, and our legislature, we are willing to fight tooth and nail. You know, earlier, Governor Christie hosted um, Ivanka Trump and Steve Mnuchin in Mercer County, New Jersey, to pitch the tax plan. Steve Mnuchin was responsible for more home foreclosures in New Jersey than any financial institution. Trust me, if we had a heads up, we would have blocked Mnuchin off at the pass to hold him accountable in New Jersey, a state that has the highest foreclosure rate in the country. Part of it is because of his leadership at uh, Nat Bank. You're listening to On the Record. I'm April Ryan, and we're talking to Lieutenant Governor-elect Oliver from New Jersey. People will vote for you, but 
ultimately they want to know what have you done for me lately mm -hmm. what you've put in their pocket what they have in their home mm -hmm. jobs for new jersey we have um done a bad job under the past eight years in taking advantage of what we describe as the innovation economy uh, we like to think that New Jersey was Silicon Valley before there was Silicon Valley. We were the home of uh, Bell Laboratories, AT&T, Thomas Edison with General Electric, down in the southern part of the state, RCA and the David Sar Sarnoff Labs. We believe that we are geographically positioned with our higher education institutions to grow and expand the biotech industry, um, the science and technology industry, and we want to begin to prepare people in New Jersey for jobs in the future. We get federal funding to do job training, which is doled out to the cities to help them prepare people for the labor market, but we're, we're preparing people for jobs that don't exist. How many certified nursing assistants do our local towns need to prepare? Not that these aren't jobs that are, are required, but they're not providing livable wages to people. So we want to begin to do some innovation and make New Jersey a, a, an attractive place for people who are creating jobs. Audible is in Newark, New Jersey. And Audible is a subsidiary of Amazon. They do, you know, the, 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 audi the Audible books. But um, Mars with M&Ms, uh, the state is in the middle of negotiating with them to open up a, a headquarters in Newark, New Jersey. And of course, New Jersey's in the running to be considered for Amazon's world's uh, second co corporate headquarters. So we believe that we can do more to create jobs, but jobs with sustainable wages. Um, we are one of the highest cost of living states in the Northeast. Housing comes at a cost here. Everything costs more money here. So the challenge is to create better jobs for people, not service-oriented jobs, minimum wage jobs. And we are committed to raising the minimum wage in New Jersey, but we don't want to hurt small businesses all at once. But our goal is to strategically move towards $15 an hour. And that's really not enough, but at least it'll be a starting place for us. Wow, Lieutenant Governor. Governor elect powerful words. Mm -hmm. You haven't even started yet. <laughs> oh my gosh, powerful words. But anything else you'd like to add? Uh, no, I, I just think that um, good days are ahead of us uh, in New Jersey. With that firewall you're talking about. That's right. And you know, Ben Franklin once called New Jersey a valley of humility between two egotistical giants, Philadelphia and New York. Well, New Jersey is going to pull up out of that valley of humility, and we are going to become a major competitor on the Northeast Corridor. Lieutenant Governor-elect Oliver, thank you so much. Thank you, April. With this week's On the Record, I'm AURN White House correspondent April Ryan. Don't forget to subscribe to On the Record on iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, Stitcher, or any other podcast directory. If you like what you hear, leave a five-star review. On the Record, a product of American Urban Radio Networks. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. 
Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org.